This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. The Islamic State militant group has claimed responsibility for yesterday's massacre at a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida. Fifty people were killed when a lone gunman opened fire in the club after reportedly swearing allegiance to the terror group. The gunman has been identified as 29-year-old U.S. citizen Omar Martin. It is the biggest mass shooting in U.S. history and the biggest terrorist attack since the 9-11 attacks in 2001. A state of emergency has been declared in Orlando. In an address to the nation, President Barack Obama has described the attack as an act of terror and hate. We are still learning all the facts. This is an open investigation. We've reached no definitive judgment on the precise motivations of the killer. The FBI is appropriately investigating this as an act of terrorism, and I've directed that we must spare no effort to determine what, if any, inspiration or association this killer may have had with terrorist groups. What is clear is that he was a person filled with hatred. Over the coming days, we'll uncover why and how this happened, and we will go wherever the facts lead us. The state is expected to argue for the minimum sentence of 15 years to be imposed on murder convict Oscar Pistorius when his sentence hearing begins today in the Pretoria High Court. Last year, the appeal court in Bloemfontein overturned the High Court's ruling of culpable homicide, finding the former Paralympian guilty of murder. Pistorius shot and killed his girlfriend, Reva Steenkamp, at his Pretoria home in February 2013. Prosecution Authority spokesperson Luvuyo Mfako says they have to follow the prescriptions of the law. The Gupta family says a report in the latest Sunday Times on an investigation against them is baseless. The report says the family is being investigated by the Reserve Bank and the Financial Intelligence Centre following transactions in their accounts held by the Bank of Barodia. The newspaper report alleges that there is suspicion that the accounts were used to siphon money from the country to destinations such as Dubai. However, the family says they have not been contacted by the Reserve Bank or any institution on the Angela Bolawana reports. In a short statement, Ogbe CEO Nazim Hawa says the story in the Sunday Times was another installment in the lies that have been spread about the family business through the media. The statement says these tactics are used in collision with many media houses the business establishment has captured. It has pointed to the use of faceless government sources as part of the campaign to isolate and threaten any party who come close to working with the family. It also says the campaign seeks to ensure that the banks keep their distance from the family. The city of Cape Town's health directorate says it has made great strides over the past decade in attracting young people to primary health care facilities. Morale Committee member for Health, Siabulela Mamkele, says the number of babies born to mothers under the age of 18 has decreased in the past 10 years. There's also been a high uptake of various contraceptive methods. However, Mamkele warned that young people continue to underestimate their risk of exposure to diseases such as HIV and TB. I'm satisfied with the apparent consciousness around sexual health. In fact, some of our young clients are very picky about the choice of condom they want to use. It means they are using them. However, there is more to health. Young people are not immune to HIV and other sexually transmitted infections, TB and lifestyle diseases like diabetes. So we need to broaden their understanding of health by increasing education on all fronts. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sandra Rosenberg. <laughs>